Hello, everybody. So before we start today's uh, episode of Victory the Podcast, I wanted to take one second to uh, talk about a, 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 a terrible tragedy that's happened in the uh, in the world in general. Action Park Media, the loss of just a, a, a great guy. Jimmy Hayes, who was part of the Missing Curfew crew, was with us for a short period of time, but you know he left a, a big impression on all of us, and uh, it's just been a real tragic story, tough couple of days, tough to express the words. As, as somebody that's recently had a baby as well, um, my baby was born probably a month after Jimmy's, so this one hits closer to home for me. So on behalf of everybody at Action Park Media, the missing curfew guys, Shane, O'Brien, Scotty Upshaw, I know you guys are hurting, all of his friends, family, teammates, and everybody that this guy clearly touched uh, in so many ways. We send our deepest condolences. We're thinking about all of you. We love you. And um, real prayers for Jimmy's family and his wife and his children uh, at this sad time. So... Like I said, on behalf of all of us here, you know, we're, uh, we're saddened by this news and uh, we're here for anybody that, that needs us. And uh, we love you guys. Jimmy Hayes, Jimmy Broadway Hayes, Jimmy Scoops Hayes, you will be missed. Action Park Media. Welcome to Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Allen. And I'm Kevin Dillon. Victory! Oh, yeah. Oh, Irish yeah. crickets. It's been a minute. Irish crickets. Since I'm sick of you having all the fun with the Irish crickets. Dual Irish crickets. It's so weird, mm. like, back-to-back episodes with Dillon. It's like uh, it's getting Anthony Davis on the court two games in a row, That's you know? Right, what did Charles Barkley call him? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Street Clothes? Mr. Street Clothes? We're listening to this episode. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, it's Friday and August 29th. Bray Improv on Sunday. Come see us. We're going to do a live show. Vegas, baby, Vegas. And yeah, I'm telling baby. you, Kevin Dillon's bringing his Vegas bathrobe, he says. We'll see. But uh, uh, yeah. I think it's going to be why great. Wouldn't yeah. why, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Real quick, I want to ask, did you guys get a chance to, Dylan? you do make a cameo appearance. Have you seen the Val Kilmer documentary on Amazon Prime. I've been holding off because I hear it's it's very emotional and sad. And, right. Uh, so you haven't. Not, I you have haven't not seen, I it have not seen it either. And I didn't. You're just telling me now for the first time that I make a cameo appearance, well, which now he'll see it this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah like, I got to see it immediately. Well, now I will watch it. Uh, I'm going right to buy away. a couple DVDs. <laughs> DVDs. So, <laughs> so apparently, apparently Val Kilmer was a big video camera guy. Now maybe the doors he was a little deep in character, but yeah. I mean he had like thousands and thousands of hours. Now, like Soleil, you mean? Like yes, that no. kind of vibe. Like B-roll of like him walking into places, and you know, Sean Penn be like, "Wow, is that one of those video cameras?" Like that's how early on he was running around with wow. a video camera. Now we all know what. Have you seen him, Val, recently in the state that he's in? I yeah, mean, I know he's got throat cancer, but right? he's got to push the button to oh, talk. Oh, really? okay. So you know, there is it is hard to watch in places because I mean, it's, it's Iceman. Right. It's like it's a yeah. God, you know, so it's, it's tough to watch. That said, you know, it's 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 his life, life's work. And he's actually got his son that he so he wrote, writes the story and his son reads his words. But you do see him talking. So there is a, a lot of that. But at a certain point, that's his 
current condition. So. I need to see it. Wow. Yeah, it's um, and it'll that, it'll hit every it'll hit everything. But he's a great guy, and he did us a big favor. Oh, yes, he did. Uh, playing the Sherpa. Not only a favor, but also just killed it. It's right. so, it's people's it. favorite episode to this. People day. don't even know it was him. Yeah. still. it's yeah. pretty wild. That's how good he was. But there, you know, there's behind the scenes footage of your favorite movies. I mean, it's though it's him. I didn't it's, say anything stupid, did I? No, you're actually drumming. <laughs> okay. um, Not yet. Reminded me how you got cut from the football team, so you had to join the marching band. But it paid off because you were in the doors. It well, paid off. Cause and I have one thing <laughs> yeah. about Val Kilmer that I'm sure Connolly will abuse me on, and uh, Dylan maybe will jump on. But there are a certain amount of people who would say that I looked like Val Kilmer. Now, it's on the Action Park <laughs> media site. Someone said it. My roommate in college used to call what me ice. The guy said it on Action Park. Are you Go to the Action about? Park site and you'll see the guy who said it. Who, I said Lucas? It. Did Lucas you put Lucas uh, up to that? I'm just telling you it's it's uh, it's Doug, you are you are you, a good-looking you, guy. You're uh, youthful, you're what? exuberant. <laughs> you were not a young Val Kilmer. <laughs> uh, Val Kilmer, you are not. I as the I said fuck planet are we on right now? As I said, uh, Kevin, pull up the Action Park media because it's not like it's the first time I've heard it a lot. It's the lips. It's I've the heard eyes. it a lot. It's, it's like, the lips no, and the no, eyes. No, it's true. Somebody make it stop. I've Somebody heard it a lot. I think I do remember seeing this. Too. I heard it a lot. It's and it happened yesterday. Now I, it's old, but you look at me with that young head of hair back then, and you, you know you don't have lips like I'm this, Kevin. So you're bitter. I'm I get it, but uh, <laughs> you know, not everyone can be blessed with juicy natural lips. <laughs> I know. But, me and you got it. So <laughs> for Kevin. I mean, look at these big juicy. I, I have to. I have to be honest with you, bro. I, as the last thing that yeah, I, I was expecting to come out of I, your I mouth, I understand, and I didn't want to say it because I knew. <laughs> I knew there might be some uh, abuse I to be just, taken. I just, Where? I just wasn't expecting. Yeah. Holly has Val those Kilmer. very, those I very was, thin lips. I was not Dylan. expecting him to say that. So he, he doesn't understand. It's like uh, he has. Like I don't understand what it's like to have that thick hair anymore. No, you do not. Hopefully, I will. He, he needs a silicone injection. Yes, in his lips. yes, to give him these. Look, Dylan. I'm. Beautiful oh, that was hot. He went like, he, he made the he, noise he, too, like, oh, no. That was disgusting. That Listen, was I am sure right, I'm going to get I'm, lots. I'm, I'm uncomfortable in the booth I am now. uncomfortable I'm in the booth. I'm sure I'm going to get lots of abuse on it, but my whole childhood, it was Val Kilmer and Chevy Chase. I'd hear it all the time. So Chevy they, Chase, I guess. By the way, they'd be haters too. They'd be Connollys too. Like a girl I, would say, you know, you kind of look like Val Kilmer. And then some dude like Connolly would be like, he looks nothing like Val Kilmer. That's fine. I'm not. Yes. saying I do. I'm You're just saying. jealous, dude. Well, I mean, you know what? We'll do one of those little polls. We'll By the way, there's also, polls. there's also, there is, they do that uh, celebrity look-alike thing, which, of course, it makes you feel better about yourself, but that came up, it, it, I've done it before, it came up as uh, Piers Brosnan, Val Kilmer, whatever, I'm just saying. I come up as Kevin Dillon. <laughs> you know, Connolly came up you as really the uh, Lucky Charms guy you from really the uh, cereal box. I, I look but, at you, uh, bro, Big I wheel think, commercial guy. I look at you and I think Val Kilmer and Chevy Chase <laughs> got together and had a baby and dug out. Ellen was born. It was what happening the fuck all the time. Are you talking about? Again, it was I'm, happening all the time. Uh, again, I just you know look, look at right. look at the Action Park site. They posted my short film from years ago. I had much better hair. The lips were the same though. By the way, Connolly's always been I bitter about thought, that. Jealous I, about that with a skinny little. Look. We could get him. Uh, that's way, a, we should get lips. him that for his birthday. Silicone injection. Yeah. Are you kidding? I have great lips. My, I have great features. Okay? <laughs> I'm not gonna go nice, comparing, nice small nose. Go you comparing gotta, myself to. You got no calves. I do have calves. I do have Connolly. I challenge. Connolly's a handsome guy and big calves. Oh, thanks, Doug. But Connolly did, uh, did you see that post? A lot of people were posting it. There's this, um, uh, Jesus Christ! The, com- the commercial, the, no, the Rams. The the commercial was great. Oh, Rams, oh yeah, so. yeah. That one I get a lot. I don't see it, but do you think I look like what? the coach of the of the Rams, McAvey? 
Uh, okay, you're right. I could see Is that. Is that it, right? Yeah. Sean, Sean, Sean McAvee. Sean McAvee, yeah. I, I, I don't... I but don't I thought they were it. saying you looked like that strange guy who was trailing him behind him. No, they say, say, oh, that no a lot doing? of people say I look like Sean McAvee. I get it all the time. I don't see it. I mean, but I look more like Sean McAvee than you do Val Kilmer. But let's leave it. <laughs> but in any event, you Again, should watch By the way, thing. just so everybody out there, I'm not looking to get abused. I really don't care if you think I look like <laughs> Val Kilmer or not. I'm just saying it's not the first time I'm DMing you. Yeah, by the way, you fat fuck. the fucking wizard. You see the hair on Kilmer and Real Genius? Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, oh, any man. updates now that, that we're fun. we're we're talking about your perfect Irish features? Conor McGregor's another man with perfect Irish features since our last episode. Any new news on nah, the that, chair? That's it. I'm not, I died. I'm not talking about the chair anymore. It All comes right. or it doesn't. But I mean, so I guess like it's soon. It. Well, it's a felony. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's a seven hundred fifty dollars. He's not a, a citizen though. We'd have to get him uh, well, extra diet. I'll get him. I'll have him right yanked right back over. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this charity. All right. We're, no we're going on, on to more weirdness with uh, season three, episode seven, which is the, what would you call that, Doug, in writing terms? Uh, like a like bookend. Two-parter? Yeah, like yeah. a, right. It's like kind yeah. of a two-parter, wouldn't you yeah. say? And it's interesting just for anyone out there listening, like Entourage, when we started, HBO did not want a show. And you got to realize sitcoms, Seinfeld did it a little bit. Cheers did it a little bit. Friends. But sitcoms half hours weren't usually uh, continued stories. Right. You, city, want every, you want every episode to be able to live on its own because it's mm. worth more money in syndication. Yeah. You don't have to have seen the episode before or after. You should not be confused. Right. And HBO, I think they really just wanted this to be like. Have a good time and turn it on any episode. And maybe other people did as well, including people who worked on the show. But I did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love the one-offs. I just liked, I wrote it how I wrote it, yeah. and I wanted stories no, to keep going. Yeah. And, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, Seth Green is in this episode. The intro to Seth Green. He's I, great. I, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, he, he's smug right off the top. But oh, he, he delivers in one second. You're yep. just like, yeah. this guy, man, is just funny. And he's someone that could make yeah, you angry you're like, quick. Hey, it's not what it seems. He's like, it never is. It never is. It he never is. Never he. is. <laughs> Question that I get a lot is, is Seth Green really a douchebag in real life? Is Seth Green's he's like the nicest great. guy. He's the nicest guy he's in the whole awesome. world. He came in, did us a favor, and was great in the was great in the show. Yeah, there was definitely if anyone was a douchebag in the scenario, it was Connolly. We'll talk about that in the Vegas episode, but Connolly did not want Seth Green punching him in the face. We're gonna save that. We're <laughs> save that Even for the live show. Can that. I tell you something that's weird? We talked about it last week where E didn't get in his car to run for the threesome, and that normal men may have done that, but Connolly, you didn't a complain Val about Kilmer that. A looking man but, such as yourself. But you, <laughs> you didn't complain about that, though, which is weird. You weren't like, oh, I can't get punched in the face by Seth Green, but you weren't like, oh, a real dude would run in his car. So why were you able to stay into character for that? Tell us. Well, also, too, I knew I knew what I knew what the script was. I knew what it was leading to. But it is, you know, looking at it years later, yeah, Dylan uh, drama hit, hits it on the head with there. Like, why aren't you, why aren't you in your car? Yeah. But, but this next episode, Strange Days, is... Is strange. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I I was mad at E. He was. I was a bit mad of a, at E. Bit of a creeper. Yeah, he was like, uh, he, Sloan is so great and she's so good to E. And I was kind of mad at him for like, for showing up to step out on for her, communicating you know I mean? my feelings to my brethren. Dude, you were stalking her best friends. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> the truth so, is, wait, when wait. you think about the storyline of this, and and. Uh, sometimes we go in order. Sometimes we go all over the place. We'll go a little bit all over the place. But but Connolly is, he's E, sorry, E. Thank you. E is this sensitive guy, 
But he kind of is having feelings for this girl. He's having yeah. set feelings for this woman. Yeah, he listen. cannot have unemotional sex. Yeah. Uh, listen, that he that... whacks off and weeps. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> you this, can't whack off without weeping. This is <laughs> this is the most out of line he is has was in ninety six episodes. Yeah. He's just out of, completely out of control. Yeah. Completely yeah. out of control. We talked about it last episode. So we wake up in kind of the weird cuddle. Yeah. Right. What? What's the line? John. John has the line. Real men. Real men. Don't, men don't cuddle. Men spoon. <laughs> right. So uh, we wake up an episode at the end of Three's Company, and I'm I'm in the middle of the night. I guess I reached over and I held her. So and it, we did have an awkward. I held uh, Tori Malin Ackerman. It was a little bit awkward. So coming into this new episode, I'm somehow thinking that she thinks that I'm a creep. Yeah. Yeah. But you are. Like I you am. are a yeah. creep. Yeah, not for the snuggling necessarily, because we don't know how drunk you were and where you were or what you thought. Well, that was an accident. But, but the idea of going to her hotel to talk to her. While she's yeah. like in a bikini, like poolside, uh, yeah. and, and, and Sloan doesn't know that I'm there. Why would I do that? Well, yeah. we know why you did it, because at the end of the episode, you basically say you want her. You, yeah, I mean, you're cheating on her, period. This and threesome, you didn't get to have sex with her. And you feel like you needed to. Yeah. Do you think I was going down to that hotel for a, an afternoon delight? Well, I think you stayed no, up. Not all, really? But well, you no, no, no. To... The guy stayed up at five in the morning waiting for Sloan to be asleep so he could creep out into <laughs> yeah. the living room and go, hey. Another I mean, yeah. creepy move. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't, I, it wasn't a creepy move because they both wanted to have sex with each other. But it was an unfaithful, uh, yeah. immoral move. My intentions were not pure. No. Terrible, and, and it it made me angry at you. Me too. I was <laughs> yeah. I was uncomfortable, and then um, that poor showing at the charity event, and then like kind of he's like, oh, I don't, I don't feel well. I should go home. <laughs> like, Faking what, uh, sickness. I, oh yeah, I'm not feeling very well. Sorry about your. Charity but this event. is what I'm talking about, Kevin Dillon, as a guy who would come to me with problems with the script, whether they were drama problems or Kevin Dillon problems. Kevin Connolly. I would have thought, because now watching this episode now, I'm being very serious. I sort of get why people didn't like E. I'm like, <laughs> well, wow. they did. That wasn't not yeah. a good look for E. He was an asshole. Yeah. Like, I thought if I was E, I might have fought you on that one and said, "Hey, I'm, he's, I'm coming off like a real, yeah, a real bad guy." Because I think at the time the idea was I'm going down to the hotel to kind of feel it out, right? I don't know what I think e you're originally probably wanting to say you're uh, you're sorry. I yeah. think, but you want to see snuggling. Her. You just want to kind of party see wants her, to see her, and you just want to see her and tell her it's okay. But I leave there; it's a disaster. But then she at the charity event, she pulls me in to the bar and yeah. says, "Maybe we go round two tonight." Yeah, yeah. She so led me on. Yeah, she's, you could say she's one playing some games, which yeah. you know. I mean, speaking of a threesome, the woman who enters the couple. That's a strange, odd position. No, strange yeah. days. Yeah, I mean, just uh, you like who would you rather be? <laughs> Who's who would you rather have a long term relationship with? The girl who says me and my ex boyfriend used to have threesomes, or the girl who goes, I like to go and find couples and have threesomes with them. I don't know that either <laughs> spells long term relationship. Listen, the one I think you can get about five years out of that. Though. <laughs> the one, the one uh, absolute right hook that just. Buckles, both drama and turtle, was when I'm talking about, I don't know, some kind of Freud, you know, it just is a Freudian slip. It's like, you know, Freud says there was no accidents. <laughs> and I say, well, why are you guys cross swords in a threesome? <laughs> Accident? That, that, that reaction between Mike me drop. and Jerry Ferrara is classic. <laughs> drop. Like, uh, drop. Uh, well, well that's Jerry different. Ferrara just jumping on a side. We got to get Jerry back on this thing. Where is Jerry? He had a baby and it's like he's, he's gone. Yeah, he's he, got. 
two babies yeah. now, but I mean, he's in Ohio, right? Yeah, yeah but, but Jerry's it's... got high tech stuff. We'll we'll find a cool episode for him to. Yeah, we come need in a little there. Jerry, and, I know. Uh, and I maybe uh, we'll see if I actually if the invite is official. But I got the. Uh, the call from How You Live in Jay Piven podcast for me to be on. What do you oh, think of that? I didn't get that call. Oh, shit. I just, I just remembered something. He now called that, you? No, now that I have you both here. We're going to get back <laughs> to uh, season three, episode uh, seven, Strange Days. So Eli Manning wants us to do his podcast. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. Does, does that include me? Yes. I wow. believe so. That's cool. Uh, do you well, think it's a setup? Just a little, I mean, I, little listen, I'm, I'm a dog. I want to call him. Are on your, it. are your, are your feelings still? Well, I think the thought was he'll come on victory, and then okay, we're, we're going to go on his show. But do you guys, depending on who goes first, do we? Do you, do you not say anything on his yeah, no, podcast? We say it. And we wait to get him in here, and then grill him. Well, here's the the question, just so everyone knows what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we get him in here. After they won the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl that the three of us were together at that Super Bowl in Arizona, Eli Manning called me and said it was his favorite show, Entourage, and he wanted to be on the show, and I wrote a script, and uh, he never returned my calls, and uh, we ended up with Tom Brady and Mark Wahlberg. And I'm being funny now, but I was really, A, I was really upset about it just on a professional level, but B, as a diehard Giants fan, it ruined several years of my enjoyment of the Giants because I had a root against Eli. So now what? your question was... Mm. Would I go on and and forgive Eli Manning? Not for not forgive him, but I mean, look, man. I, you know, again, I'm not a, I'm not a Giants fan, but if that if somebody on the Islanders did that to me, I would be I, my feelings would be hurt. Yeah, so but, your feelings but are more than so. But he went on to win another Super Bowl after no, that. No, but too, and he's just he's a, a great guy. I've met a great him guy, since. But he he for sure hung Doug out to dry. 100%. Yeah. By the and way, he hung he us did. all out to dry. But Dylan is dropping me like a stone right now. He's like <laughs> Eli. I'll do. But my point was what I was going to say is. A, of course I would do his podcast. And, of course, if the guy, if I could get two-time New York Giants Super Bowl Eli Manning to go, you know what, that wasn't cool that I did yeah. that, I would never think about it again in my life. I'd and, be by like, the way, it worked out so well. Yeah, yeah Tom Brady. If yes. it didn't work out well, I... I and Mark Wahlberg. We went to have Wahlberg either. He wasn't yeah. in that yeah. script. So, yeah, I would love to do it. I just don't know if he's gonna. He's bringing me in there to, like, you know, take the pillowcases with soap and beat the shit out of me with a bunch of Giants because he said some stuff in... Uh, in uh, the New York Daily News years ago about me when they asked him about it. It wasn't that nice. What did he say? I don't remember the exact word. You words. should have said, it's Mr. Iceman to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to hear the end of this, by the way, but it's on the Action Park Media site. It's not from anyone I know, and at least one out of 25 people out there will get that I have a similarity to Val Kilmer. He's obviously better looking than me. He's a better actor as well. Still has better hair than me, even though he's 10 years older than me. But anyway. Okay. Well, we're okay. So we'll, I would do it. We'll yes. do it. We're, we're going to set that up. Dylan, you're down right. to do Eli's? 100%. Okay. Dylan Eli. was down before. Dylan, would you rather do a podcast with Eli or me? That's that's the real question, based on your attitude right now. I, mean, <laughs> I love you, Doug. He loves, <laughs> no one I'd rather do a podcast with you. Than you muttering, you. stuttering, prick. But he loves true, Eli, bro. He loves Eli. I do love Eli. He loves Eli. By the way, I would, I'm excited about I would love Eli all over again if he just said, you know what? I fucked up. That's it. And and then maybe uh, corrected his quote in the New York Post. Or no, he doesn't even have to do that. I don't right. care. All right, but listen, getting back to this, because I, I did want to talk about this. So the charity event. We've all been to the charity events. Do you ever feel pressure to bid on something in a charity event? All the time. <laughs> all yeah. the time. Yeah, I hate it. You know, Connolly and I, I bid on something. I told you about something. that Lily Claire one where I, I was giving my, my chair, my seat back when they did that whole thing about saying the word retard, and they showed clips, and me and I was all over all the clips. It was, it was terrible. It was, yeah, <laughs> I guess. I want everyone you donated something. I, I, I want everyone to understand. I, I want everyone to understand. I donated a poster. I donated my seat. 
this. I want everyone to understand what you're talking about because they may not have listened to the last one. Yeah. You go to a charity event and, yes. and just tell this. I go to a charity event. I got I give up my seat and I, I got everyone to sign and it's got my my name on the back of it. It says Entourage, uh, Johnny, Johnny, Kevin, Kevin Dillon, yeah. and signed by everybody. Right. And I had some posters. I had all kinds of great stuff. I'm sitting down and they go, all right, now let's watch a little, little movie. And they put on the movie and they, they're talking about not using the word retard anymore. We got to get Hollywood to stop using it. And they use, for an example, me <laughs> and all of us, to be honest with you, all of the entourage, because yeah. we used it a lot, but nobody used it more than me. Right. Did, did they, did they do I did it on purpose? Those weren't improvs. <laughs> were you they uncomfortable? Were scripted re- retard. Listen, yeah, was, yeah, he wanted to leave. Listen, Matt Damon. I, I snuck out of there. Everyone knew I was there. So they all, the whole place started turning over and looking at me. Like, why I'm would like, they do that to this guy? You know, it's, Matt Damon. Matt Damon purpose. just had some. I don't want to say problems because it's such bullshit to me. But Matt Damon just said something that is his. He realized words that he used as a child. He shouldn't use them anymore. And people got mad that he said it now. Whatever. When we were growing up, we know in New York. Obviously, I know what it means. We weren't making fun of people. We were making fun of our friends, and it was this a is word. part of the vernacular. Yeah. There's a lot of things, and it's work. a word yeah. that really I wouldn't say today, and I wouldn't write today for characters that were mm-hmm. were best friends and weren't trying to be nasty. So. Times change, we grow and we yeah. evolve. But why they would humiliate you at the at the event where you want somebody to go? Hey, we have. Oh to yeah, was, I I literally snuck out. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> so we have to pull I mean, this clip. We cannot air this clip. This guy is here helping us. Yeah, that's, that's I, by the way, flag on the plane. Very strange. Yeah, but also like my third year going to this same event. Too, flag so on I mean, the plane. And then you said charity events. Pressure. Well, that's what I'm saying. You you go to these these auctions and well, you and these... I bid, which I was happy to bid. We felt good about it. But what I remember is Bob Saget's got a great charity event that like this year. Chappelle was. I mean, it's an amazing for. I I'm, I hope I don't say it wrong, but scleroderma, Scler- scleroderma, I believe. Scleroderma. And, right. And and Bob's sister passed away from that. Right. And Bob really does like an incredible event. And, he, that, and it's very 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 yeah. close to his heart, near and dear to his heart. And it's like the one time you see Bob Saget serious is when he's that we. Doing this charity and, business, and we go every year. And Connolly and I bid on a, on a thing, and it was whatever it was, right. but it was free first class airlines to New York, and then you get to go to the Victoria's Secret thing. So we split it. So I'm like, Connolly, why don't you take the Victoria's Secret thing? I'll take the first class airlines. And Connolly's like, I don't want the Victoria's Secret. Yeah, I mean, we go to Victoria. I'll be sitting in the front row of the Victoria's Secret <laughs> like an idiot. I'm like, no, I want. So Doug and I were fighting over the plane tickets, which but, was it was uh, funny. But the pressure was Mike Young, who congrats, he just got engaged. I heard our I our funny uh, comedian for opens for Bob. Yeah. But right. but Mike Young was there with some girl that was like a random date, and she kept raising her paddle. And these are expensive bids, five thousand, ten thousand. And I kept seeing Mike Young like like pulling her paddle like, down. Like, like yo, yeah, what are you like, doing? So listen, I I one time and oh man, we make mistakes in life sometimes. <laughs> I don't even want to. I'm so nauseous. I don't even want to mention. I'm not even going to say what the numbers are. But it was a charity event thing, and I was raising the paddle, and I threw up the paddle, and I just thought for sure that somebody was going to out. <laughs> you got it, stuck with it, and I got stuck with it. Yeah. What was it and how much? You got to tell us. I, I don't want to tell you. You don't Come have to on. tell us the charity. What was us. the winning thing and how much? It was like a trip um, <laughs> that I never went on. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was like 25 grand. Uh, it was for a good cause. It's a write-off. It was for a good cause, but I just didn't. I don't know. I thought somebody else was going to grab that. I was like, going once, going twice. I well, that's like, what you oh, try to do, especially like... You know, when I mean, I at- wanted to buy something. I just didn't want to spend that much money. Silent auctions, bro. That's the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I love supporting it to the best of my ability. I'm not as rich as a lot of the people at this thing, but, but at Bob Saget's charity, he's looking at us. He yeah, knows no, where he was, no, it was yeah, it was ten, it was ten grand. Yeah, it was ten grand. That, that was, was 10 like grand. Ten, that, that was we 12 split. years ago, probably. That we split. It's yeah. not a big. Hey, but, Kev, what was the uh, 
the charity thing that we you were trying to get us to all jump in the water. In our, that was the that was suits. the Doug thing. That was the chrysalis thing. Yeah, that was there was no way that I was, was doing Christmas. that. I was yeah, like, it's I was freezing cold right. out here. I mean, listen, auctioning off vents—they do that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like yeah. a date or a yep. coffee yeah, or a lunch. Would you ever? Yeah. Would you ever uh, auction off a night, Dylan? A night with a Val Kilmer lookalike. Crickets, well, Irish yeah. crickets with Dylan. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that anyone would bid on me, especially after your abuse of me just now. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I honestly love to do anything I can for charity. Obviously, writing checks is a hard thing to do sometimes because how much mm-hmm. can you give away? But right. I, anytime I can volunteer in some way, I like to try to help. And Chrysalis, Chrysalis was a great charity that helped yeah. homeless people get back on their feet, help them get jobs, and it really it's was a wonderful thing. So. I've been to a few of those paddle things where, my goodness, and you're just watching those numbers go. And yeah. of course, it's for a good cause, and people, obviously, they have money, but I think it's the kind of thing where you have a set amount where you know what you're going to spend. Because yeah. they are looking to certain people yeah of right course. like that's why you're here yeah right you almost have to do something so you set something aside yeah. or you put your eye on you don't want to sit at a fancy dinner eat like a pig with your girl watch dave Chappelle on stage and not <laughs> turn around your girl say, stay away from that paddle <laughs> yeah you just don't <laughs> want but, that don't you, but, you know they like hand. to outbid the actor too so you want to kind of get it going yeah and you you throw a bid out there early knowing that someone's <laughs> gonna top you well, that's Conley, what right. I, I got that th- bid from dylan he uh yeah him. three-week trip to india that I never went on. Uh, so, uh, but this episode. Story. But is... you're right, Dylan. They will go a lot of times. Want to go head to head with, yeah. you know, famous people to be like, oh yeah. That's why you thought someone would. Uh, I top really your bid. Yeah, that Conor McGregor chair. Conor was kind of, you know, that's. What <laughs> you know, at Saget's event, actually, you know what? Who I bid with Seth? Did Seth Green get it or Johnny? Galecki or somebody, you know, I wanted uh, before I really was like had this crazy obsession with Taylor Swift. Do you remember that they were auctioning off <laughs> a John Mayer guitar that Taylor had signed, which was kind of oh, that's you know, right, was interesting yeah. backstory because yeah. they had a. It's thing not as good as Khabib McGregor, but yeah, it's <laughs> good backstory. It's I thought we're not backstory. talking about the chair. <laughs> we're not talking about the. Chair. All right, so let's get back to this episode because there is a charity event at this episode, and Ari, who's not supposed to be spending any money. He buys everything because he's kind of, you know, feeling like he's got $12 million that he may never get. But that also makes me, this is my other problem with E, right? Okay, so he's got this, <laughs> he's got this great, beautiful woman, Sloan, right? Who, on the eve of her giant charity event, allows uh, uh, him to have a threesome with her best friend. <laughs> By the way, and she then, can multitask. And then he's <laughs> got, like, a stomach ache, and he has to leave... <laughs> The charity event that takes a lot to put on. She puts on this beautiful event with all the raises, all this money for charity and all this kind of stuff. And he has a stomach ache. I mean, it's, she's so sympathetic. Oh, for my you. God, like, oh, baby, I'll go home. Over, I'll take, go home bed. and take care of I'm going to make you some soup. <laughs> she is truly so the great. greatest right. girlfriend in the history. I, I, I have a stomach ache, but really, I really want to bang your friend from last night. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a super. It's uh, actually really bad. Out of character. I'm actually, out of character. Uh, I'm actually disappointed in myself because I honestly don't know how this all slipped on because I do think E is doing things that are they're absolutely horrific actually. I think the thought is A that E is like the guy that that can't have any kind of connection without it spinning into something mm-hmm. greater and then the other thing is kind of like recourse of the, maybe you were trying to Doug I like teach it, a bit though. of a lesson. I like that you you know 
have these guys have flaws, you know? Right. They they're not but, perfect. But, but I'm my not perfect. Pro- but my problem is, I guess oh, what I'm not. saying right now is he was sort of like I was using myself at that time, and now when I'm looking at it, I'm like myself and E are like a fucking narcissistic scumbag. Guys, a predator. This is By the way, horrible. Not, he, 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 I have a stomachache. I'm sorry, I have to leave the event you've been working on for a year. By the way, I'm trying to imagine weed. even that, my- that's the worst part of it that he leaves the event. Even my, and is sleeping right, when no, she no, comes no, no, out. I think the you worst, do worse worst than part that, bro. is you're trying to bang her in yes. Sloane's apartment. Like yeah. while she's asleep, you stay up all night and you waiting sneak out after she sleeping. falls asleep. While she's getting ready for bed, I do it. Yeah, and what are you gonna do there? Like get on the couch with her while Sloane's asleep in the other room? Yeah, that would have been terrible. But I mean, Tori, my God. what's wrong with you? <laughs> Tori Malin Ackerman basically what she said was like, if things go right tonight, maybe we'll give it another go again. All three of us. Like another three. So you're blaming her. No, I'm, you're, no, you're I'm saying I'm her. saying that when she sits me down in the bar, she's saying like, "Look, you know, maybe tonight, and and the threesome escalates, and then maybe you and I can hook up then." But she was never going to do anything without Sloan. No, to me, she forget, makes that forget yeah. her. She's saying maybe tonight we go for round two, and maybe yeah, Sloan yeah. lets you do it. She but without might be her, a wonderful person. We're not talking about her. We're talking about how horrible E is right now because I think that is the case. <laughs> now, if you want to talk about Tori, in my opinion, and you guys, maybe you're different. She's a very damaged person. Like that. She's yeah. like, let me. I want to yeah. have threesome with you and your boyfriend. Just I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's I normal. Agree. I don't know. No, I don't know. No, no. I do not think that Tori was damaged. No, I mean, she was also. A She's sex positive. That's that the new term now. Yeah. Sex pot. I've Doug, not heard that. Doug, no. do you remember when uh, I was being mean to Turtle and I called you up? I'm like, Doug, I don't like this script. You're making drama. Turtle was mean. your assistant. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like this is kind of what happened to E in this one. But You're this saying I should have stepped up for my character a little bit? I mean, drama just wanted Turtle to cut really thinly sliced bananas that he I could was, see like, through. I was like abusing him. I was being mean to him. <laughs> right. I love you it. You know, right. he was my assistant and I was really tough on him. I don't think anyone would watch that and, and think it's just not drama getting his funny over the top big yeah. head. This, you yeah. could actually go. It was dark. Yeah. Strange days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it why dark. it's titled Strange Days. Yeah. One of the things that Dylan said to me one time, and I was like, you know what? That's really interesting that Dylan said this. You, Dylan, as Johnny Drama, were down for anything, but you never liked a jealousy quality in Johnny Drama, right? You said jealousy is an ugly... It's, it's, ugly very char- ugly it's an trait. ugly characteristic yeah. and it's an ugly trait. So you would do all this thing, but that was like one, and that's why you got a bunch of Emmy nominations. Because I wouldn't have thought Dylan didn't like certain tones of jealousy, yeah. like fun like, jealousy like about guys getting roles of Vince. You know, I'll be happy for Vince, right? Or, yeah, I mean, maybe. Well, you say like about other actors that get jobs so for bad, you, but, but you didn't want. Uh, what was it? Maybe it was when you had the girl when you were dating the girl. Uh, who was the uh, the German? Who what was the uh, the, the girl? Julia Levy. Julia oh, Julia yeah. Levy. Yeah, Julie. remember th- yeah, that yeah. was like you were concerned about being too jealous. You just said jeal- yeah, yeah. jealousy is an ugly quality, and it's interesting. It is an ugly quality, and it's quality. also yeah. interesting to think about characters that you're playing, especially particularly if you have a say. And I'm not overly protective with Johnny Drama. I never was. I like his flaws, so right. You know, I let him. Do all kinds of crazy shit. But right. it's but interesting when we, it's interesting for. though when we have those conversations when we did have those conversations, and I like your input. It just is weird when I'm looking back at this now. This is I think what he's doing in this episode is one of the worst things the guys have ever done. It's really uh now I think he gets away with it because we know he's like this honest age. Yeah, he yeah. yeah, but but somewhere deep under there, he is there for the wrong yeah. reasons. Like yeah. if he didn't care, it'd be like whatever. And if she got called on, it'd be like, Yeah, I don't know, whatever. I rolled over. But I kinda thing. like that. It gives you another dimension it does it's like there's another side to e that but also is it a wise move 
for your girlfriend as beautiful as Emmanuel is, is that a wise move to go, you know what? I'm going to let you have well, a threesome with my gorgeous... I mean, that's why she was drunk friend. and high, and she said... But yeah. she still but, went the next night. I mean, it not, wasn't even not like... Not only that, like, we sneak off to the sidebar, <laughs> and we have, like, kind of a close drink. I'm at the hotel. I've spent more quality time with Tori since the threesome than I have with Emmanuel. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually being serious. We, you know, we joke around about, like, you know, me not having multiple Emmy nominations, but maybe there's some fault... Uh, uh, potential fault in performance there. I thought you were great, but meaning that uh, you know maybe I could have if I I maybe I should have played that hotel scene differently. I thought you played it great. You know what I'm saying? I what, think which which scene are you? Talking where I about? go to the I see her at the hotel and she's like yeah. in the thing and I just you know I I, no, I, I think you did I think you did I right. played it, the nerves as opposed to like look let's not make a federal case out of this. I'm sorry if I made you no, uncomfortable. Think, let's have listen, fun tonight. The way yeah. the script is written, for better or worse, clearly you have such a strong sexual attraction to this girl that you're willing to fuck up your relationship and you're willing to do stuff for it. Mm -hmm. I think Sloan made a mistake. And now, as a person who my girlfriend makes me watch The Bachelor where these guys, I imagine what it's going to look like after they end the show and then they watch it all back. If Ian Sloan watched this show back, I know that's not possible, and well, she saw exist, you, yeah. she saw Oh, you. I see what you're saying. She like, after you? the final rows? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if she saw you years well, later. Well, that's what I was going to say. What if yeah. she... What if Sloan says, yo, did you go? Listen, come on. I later go on to have sex with her stepmom. So clearly E has got <laughs> some problems. fucking sociopath. Clearly, clearly the guy's got some problems with regards to, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. But I mean, do you, can you imagine if Sloan said, did you go to the, were you at the standard today? Downtown? Did you go to, this is what I see happening. hotel room? But this is what I see happening. broke up with me. As I said, and some people may judge me wrongly here, sex positive now. I know it's this new term. and I, I don't women, know women could be as sexual as men. Fine. I think Tori's a damaged woman. I think cut to... <laughs> Tori's a damaged woman. That is woman. so unprofessional, Bush Doug. I mean, how could you? Bush leaguer. I think 10 years down the road... She's an alcoholic drug addict, and when she does her 12 steps friend of Bill program and they tell her she's got to apologize to everybody, she's going to show up at Ian Sloan's house when they have three kids and go, I just got to tell you, me and your boyfriend almost had sex four inches from you while you were sleeping in the apartment. And the question is, is Sloan cool enough to years later go... Uh, okay, I could let that pass. She forgave me for having sex with her stepmom. <laughs> I don't remember that anymore, but but they, you were broken up. You did not do it behind her back. Doesn't it's a matter. terrible. We thought. got back together. We got back together. I, I guess the point is, what would what to me the hotel even? How about this? <laughs> even that last peek head and I peeked my head out into the hallway. Well, a little bit off color to me. Watching the episode, the hotel visit. It was fucked up, dude. That yeah. was wrong. Yeah. Of course, when you're writing stuff, the more flawed characters. I'm just telling you that now, the way I'm looking at this 10 years later, I didn't write it like that. I was trying to write E as like, he's the good guy. He's the honest guy. Right. But you know what? You really are a fucking asshole. And, and why, why Seth Green here? Because I know he pops up, obviously, a couple episodes later. But was that intentionally to plant the seed oh, for the Vegas not. episode? Absolutely not. There was no plan except So that for, was just him doing so a cameo. Wait. And then when the Vegas thing came along and Scott Conn didn't want to do it, it was like, what about Seth Green? So the groundwork really? was already laid. I mean, I can't. Wow. I know I wanted Seth Green for something. Um, and I don't know why. I was really, I was actually really obsessed with Scott Conn playing that role in the Vegas episode, which the script probably wasn't even done while we were shooting this is my guess but um it's such a different vibe and i actually wish i could go back and somehow see scott con playing that vibe because seth in that just that little scene by the pool yeah well he what do you say it never is yeah, never yeah. Is. <laughs> but he's so yeah. he's so 
funny and also you could feel how he could get under your skin yeah, that yeah, yeah. quickly, you right. know? But he, Seth's a great actor, great guy. So anybody listening, there's no weirdness with Seth Green. He's not an asshole. He's a, no, no, he's a great, great dude. That, that is a, a, a great favor. So episode seven, Strange Days, the one we just watched, he just was doing his cameo. Yeah. And then when Vegas Baby Vegas came up, it was like, oh, fuck, what about Seth Green? It seemed he like already he, laid he the ground planned work. it. because It, it does. It, he already seemed like he had I mean, so much attitude going into right, it. Right, and he's talking about Sloan. He's yeah. already talking you know, about Sloan. I can't swear to it. But I don't think the script was written, and I think I just. I, I wonder if you could find is, that out. You could find that out. My guess is Seth just crushed it mm-hmm. in that little moment, and I'm like, "Fuck, let's." Just, we got to get yeah. this guy back. The tension is great. All yeah. that. Did stuff. he didn't say a what up? Like tell Sloan. I said what up there. No, but he Did said, he? "Oh, you, yeah, Sloan." I'm like, "Oh, you know Sloan? Yeah, of course I know Sloan." Right? He, <laughs> yeah. he tees. He lays the but ground. By the way, yeah. what will become exactly. Vegas, baby? Yeah. But he is an asshole from it. second one. Like, oh, Vince got fired, and you know, and then Kylie's like, "No, the famous." Line, uh, well, no, what, oh, sorry about your pilot. Yeah, well, who would believe that if four guys in their 30s live together? <laughs> yeah. That's breaking the fourth wall, Doug. It's That's bre- breaking exactly. the fourth wall. It's exactly. breaking the fourth wall, kind of, because. And for those of you in the audience, breaking the fourth wall, how would you describe that? When you try when to you step the, out of the camera. Yeah, when right? you let the audience into it. Scorsese it, doesn't break the fourth wall, does he? <laughs> but it's right. not really breaking the fourth wall because you are four guys that live together. Right. He so he's making fun of you. Like, you guys are losers. Yeah, yeah it works yeah. in a multiple ways. And yeah. And really, I, say, I said, well, I live in the guest house. Oh, I'm, well, now I live in the real house. Really? You move to the maid's quarters? I mean, you know, Seth Green's, he's pushing the button. And also, we will talk about this more in the Vegas episode, which we're going to do at the Brea Improv August 29th. Please come if you're around. But Seth Green is one of a handful of people who improvised, like, some really hilarious lines that I did not write and nobody in the room wrote it, including everyone always asked. The Jackson Pollock line was completely Seth Green. I wish I wrote it. I didn't. And uh, I I think the guy's a genius. I right. really do. I mean, I think he's one of the funniest people like, great. ever. He really is. And there's nothing nasty about him at all. Like, he just... Yeah. He's just done nothing but be successful. So yeah. if that makes you nasty, then maybe... Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So let's get back to talking about the episode a little bit. Like, Ari uh, calls in as he's heading into his negotiation with Terrence. And we just had Malcolm McDowell on the show, who is... Uh, not only a legend, but just one of my favorite people. And right. Connolly's as well. He's just fun. Uh, but, bummed out. I missed that. Yeah. yeah you I should listen, him. by the way, because they had this weird thing from the minute that Connolly and I met Malcolm. Doug and I still can't figure out if they like really love each other or if there's some. I mean, he did Piven's podcast, but he just seems to take shots at him. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's yeah. funny. It's nothing terrible, but he does But it's also with the, yeah. the British humor, that right. dry, funny thing. But I, I don't know if he's I kidding. I Jeremy's podcast. He loves his own voice. I mean, <laughs> He's basically <laughs> interviewing himself, talking about how funny he is or whatever. And then and he called like, him an irritant. And then he says, wow. oh, he's just not a fun hang. Let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going like, are these guys friends? You know yeah. what I mean? But they somehow, you know, I, I don't know. Doug and I still don't know. It just, it feels like, and and they both deny it, right? Or or certainly Malcolm denied it. Malcolm's like, no, no, he's just an, a bit of an irritant. And, uh, <laughs> just not a bad Loves himself. Yeah, whatever. If it was, they ever but, bring back my, my British show that's <laughs> sitting on a shelf. Right. Uh, Uh, You know, maybe we'll get it in. But I mean, Malcolm, he carries himself in this way. He really is another one like Seth Green. He's so nice and so funny and cool. But then the second he gets into this scene with Piven or Ari, he just has that presence that I, I, I think that they were both doing a bit of the method acting thing. I just do. 
personally. Yeah, like, like Malcolm McDowell's like, I don't care. I'm gonna fuck with them just because I can, and it works, mm-hmm. and and it did work, and they had a great, yep. they had a great thing. And let's continue on on this Ari storyline just because it's minute. good. Because I want to talk. Yeah, I do. But I know to. Dylan doesn't like to talk since he's not in. But uh, <laughs> but but Ari goes to uh, El Cello, which has a special place, and uh, I where we had the baby shower I, where yeah. I recommended that you Kevin Conley had the baby didn't shower. Get much of a discount there, but uh, <laughs> but you did recommend the venue. And my ex-wife Melissa. Who is the basis for Melissa Gold is yeah. in the scene. Is in the scene while they're watching. So it's a good little cameo. You know, it's a good little cameo. cameo. And I remember how nervous she was. I was telling her to react, and I can actually see she she overacts a little bit with the reaction <laughs> to the ring. But she uh, overacts. And just so anyone, because even the wisteria line lane thing kind of threw me because I actually I didn't watch wisteria uh, lane's Desperate Housewives. right? Desperate Housewives. But he walks over and says. Anyone holding a large black man in your basement? I mean, if you don't know what he's talking about, which was a big storyline on on Desperate, Desperate Housewives at the time. Yeah. So watching it now and not knowing that Desperate Housewives, you'd be like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> right. Like the yeah, Beverly Hills. I, I didn't know wife, what that meant. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it seems kind of weird, but it was based on something that was very prevalent in the culture. So at the time. Terrence buys Ari out and thinks that Ari's gonna go what? Do whatever, some other business or whatever it is. He doesn't no, know. No, he that thinks he's... he's at his boutique. He doesn't know that he's planning this big move. So and... that's why he's hiding the real estate. Yeah. He's hiding the real estate. And Ari Jeremy, who's great with physical comedy, Perry as well. When he tackles her, I laugh my ass off. I, I mean, know. It, yeah. You know, my lad who directed this Mark Mylod, who did the Succession pilot and Shameless pilot, and is He's really the arguably biggest, arguably one of the best TV directors on the planet. Yeah, and and I still believe will be a huge film director at some point. Um, he's just brilliant. But is this his first one? No, 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 uh, no, 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 I th- no. I feel like it was. I this, feel like it was. You know what? You might be right. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not positive. We need to check. I remember out. the Roosevelt being. Uh, I remember him talking. We about, shot a lot of that at the Roosevelt. I remember yeah. him and talking I, that I charity that was scene. His first episode. How he was going to shoot it. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit before, but Mila took the script and was like, "I'm going to do this, this, and this." And I was like, "Fuck, this guy has got a vision yeah. that yeah, you know great. is really great." But anyway, his shots and the way Ari tackles Perry in that scene, or Mrs. It Ari, he almost great. takes her head off. And <laughs> it they feels duck like babies, it, right? you know. Yeah. And and I just love Piven's attitude. In that when he tackles her, he's like, "Is a fucking rock blinding you? You don't know what's going on, right. you know." Like he doesn't go, "I'm sorry, baby." He just. But when I, I have a question, when they when they they go up to see the empty space that's going to be the new the new office, and they come down, and his hair is messy. Is that supposed to mean that they like? Chris yeah. into the office. No, they had sex. I mean, yeah. you, you, we were talking because we had some visitors coming to Action Park Media at the time. But uh, but yeah, they oh, were they having sex in that dipped oh, office. Just, oh, that, they were. Yeah. Oh, okay, they yeah, were they were yeah. christening so, the new office. Yeah, okay. so we messed up. I was like, Pivot's hair. What, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> he had a little uh, afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back. Season three, episode seven. Strange days. Yeah. Welcome back, Victor, the podcast, season three, episode seven. And Mark Mylod, this was his first episode, and he became our, you know, mm-hmm. he became our go-to guy. And yeah. and Mark, you it's know, crazy that we found him that late. Yeah, and yeah. Mark, you know, did twenty-three episodes, and you wow. know, he brought, you know, Julian really set up this vision of this show, and Mark kind of brought a even bigger scope to it, and pulls off some amazing stuff. He shot mm-hmm. the Medellin tri- the Medellin trailer. He shot the Hyde trailer. Which he I was a big scope incredible. guy, which is how he ended up on Game of Thrones and mm-hmm. <laughs> some of these other big shows. He's got a real yeah, yeah but he is also a great character guy. Succession is one of my favorite shows, and uh, he he's the executive producer and pilot, and Shameless, great show also. 
also, and and the yeah. affair. Um, yeah, no, he's done. He's a great character, guy. As an actor, I loved him. He and you know, as notes. his that was his first episode, or else maybe I would have said, though, hey, my lad, do you think I should be doing something different in this hotel scene?" <laughs> you know, well, you know, the, the new the new director tricky. is always like, "Oh, what's this guy going to do now?" Right. He well, was, and also too, and Dylan, especially with you and all of us. I mean, when when you're a new director on a show that's a well-oiled machine like that, you have yeah. to earn your earn those stripes, right? So maybe on that first episode he might not the, have known the characters like and uh, by the end or or your relationship to the characters or 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 you know you have to yeah. you have to earn that respect from actors when you come yeah. on a show that's midway through the third season you can't just start telling actors what you think of their character by the sixth season if my lad said dude yeah. you're this scene is way off you would yeah, go yeah. oh really what exactly. how do we fix it exactly. if he would have said that on the first day maybe you're like uh <laughs> listen who are you guy, bro Listen, hey, new guy. New guy. Take a seat, bro. Watch <laughs> but, us do our thing. But I was always, when you got a guy like Julian Farino or Mylod, I was always interested in their thoughts because they were so smart and they were so. Mm-hmm. And I, I we're going to get Mylod on the show. Well, at what some happened point. to Julian, though, at this stage? He, he moved on to do other things. No, he's doing a movie, he, and he was always Well, there, he, right? he stayed on a little bit longer. Yeah, no, right? he, Julian but, came on all the time. Didn't but he, 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 uh, no, he, he started doing less episodes. Well, he did I a movie, feel. too, and he yeah, was like doing some other stuff. He was doing The Office, but I still think Julian did a lot of episodes. But I don't know. Honestly, it's weird to like think that you forget this. But what I do, as I said, really remember was Mylod breaking down in his head my script, where how he was going to move everybody around that charity event. And I knew the guy was special. I mean, we had some amazing directors, mm-hmm. but he's he is he's special. Very, so. very prepared. Yeah. Yeah. So and anyway, so the end of the episode, really, this episode is almost a standalone. It wraps up the E uh, storyline with Sloan, although that may in the reboot we may find out that Sloan lefty after, after Tori found out. drunkenly showed up and apologized for what he did that night um <laughs> but also the Ari storyline is is now he's bringing Adam Davies back into his life which I swear to you I can't even tell you where that goes because I have no recollection of it whatsoever. I thought the same thing I totally forgot yeah so hopefully totally Jordan's back on the show but I don't even remember so well, we're gonna of course he's oh, back yeah, on the yeah. Show. yeah we're gonna see that as we go forward and uh Doug, I'm know. looking at your fan questions here I know Doug loves to get to the fan questions because of the engagement Sometimes, you know, we don't even realize that we're covering some of those questions. So I don't, I don't want to go through all these. But uh, Andrew Canlan asks an interesting question. And I can't believe I've never uh, asked this. So Andrew Canlan says, I've always been really curious. Did you guys have to get approval from D.C. to create this whole Aquaman storyline? Was there ever any resistance on their part? I've heard they can be really protective of their characters and how they're portrayed. You know what? Weirdly enough, it never came up. And um Looking back at it, you know, Steve Levinson said Aquaman. I don't know what Steve thought that there was going to be a great movie and he saw the future that there'd be a billion dollar franchise. I thought the idea of Aquaman was such a stupid idea. (laughs) And I really did. My weird obsessive to details, I thought the only person who could make that movie good was James Cameron. So that's kind of how I built the season on that, but we never got any problems from anybody. I, I guess well, maybe HBO. Do you think HBO had to deal with it? They had to. I mean, they, they I'm had to sure there had to be it. some legal thing, but I can tell you today it would be a lot harder to try to do oh, something. Yeah. Well, like because it's one thing to it's one thing to talk about it, right? We know we can talk about anything, but now you're wheeling in an Aquaman suit, and there's Aquaman billboards. Surely somebody yeah. from HBO had to call. I, there's just there's just no way. It's just something yeah. that was legal, probably you know HBO legal that yeah. you weren't involved. I just with. don't remember having. You never any had problems. anybody call you and say, "Hey, you can't have that be that nope, suit." Nope, never have that stupid suit. That nope. stupid suit <laughs> or right? whatever that, we that said. Aquaman suit is stupid. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. Yep. What other questions we got? Um, 
<laughs> Jacko 22 Doug <laughs> Did you have The intention Of giving the little man Hope Of pulling girls Like Sloan and Tori When writing the show <laughs> You know what uh, Hey was... Jocko Go fuck yourself <laughs> You know what It was weird When I uh, When Connolly I'll See you at the Bray Improv August 29th bro Get a Con... VIP ticket Connolly decided To take over in the parking lot Connolly decided To take over the questions I knew there was Gotta be some reason Behind <laughs> it and I, th I thought he was Gonna do no, one of these funny. Like funny. Uh, Jim from Cleveland Cleveland wants to know if anyone ever asked if uh, Doug and Val were long lost twin brothers. That's okay. the next one I was going to get to. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. did you? Did, I know. I know. Certainly, people have have said that to me. But did ever? Was there ever? Okay, come on, dude. He's not getting this girl, or he's not getting that girl. Did he I did say pretty that? well for himself. No, but was that a uh, as it was happening? A, a My boys team? used to say that all the time. No right. way, he's getting all those chicks. See, right. the thing is, that would bother me. I mean, uh, you know, Connolly girls loved him always since I knew him, and yeah. uh, and uh, you know, his looks can get it. Maybe his personality on the show. Yeah, I mean, thought. I I thought it I was, look like that. I actually thought it was strange that people were so I don't. Anti -E. I'm starting not, to realize it, it now. <laughs> but I'm saying I I think it's the caliber. Of of these Women. like right the perfect ten model Sloan <laughs> oh and by the way let me bring my hot best friend and I think it's that kind of thing that rubbed people the wrong way nobody ever said anything about Vince but it was a bit but you got to understand that Kevin Conley for all you haters out there when he was living in the um, you he know. was going senile Val what no. is happening to him what's what? the the Valley Place Studio City oh the Oakwoods yeah when Conley <laughs> lived at the Oakwoods had no job and and did a couple of Matchbox commercials he was dating beautiful women I mean, well, always I have a so, you you've Disarm them with your charm and personality, or they you, feel Kevin. bad for him. God. I don't know how he does it. I, I, I don't know. But, but I've had people say it to me. I've had people say it to me too. But and and then people would say, "Well, I say, well, I do. I've done pretty well." And they say, "Well, it's not you, though, right?" I, I don't know. That's the thing. But I, <laughs> but him in real life, and I guess then you go in real life. Okay, he was on Entourage. He has an Emmy loss in his childhood. But, but honestly, I look at Connolly's uh, baby mama, and I go, I don't know how he got her. He's <laughs> Zoomer. He's, he's a Zoomer. The guy's is the. Guy's a fucking proven Zoomer, Doug. <laughs> so anything. Before, a Zoomer. <laughs> before we wrap this up, I got to like Action Park Media now. I like to sell them because I think Connolly is going to surprise everybody again and build this billion dollar empire. But we played a bunch of gags for six months. We fight. Is Doug doing a podcast somewhere else? Of course, we're doing an Action Park Media in conjunction with Podcast One and Connolly, which Dylan will be on partnership to. for me. But Connolly will chime in and out, and then actually been excellent. But anyway, the Hollywood Ways trailer, I believe, is up today, Friday, whatever we are at. And Connolly's not in the trailer, but he's there. And I just want to say, I got my. Everyone's like, "Who's the sidekick?" I don't have a sidekick. I have a co-host. Connolly is thoroughly convinced she's outshining me already, which I don't disagree with. But Breezy from All American and Empire. What do you think of her, Connelly? I think it's fun. I think yeah. it's uh, it's Hollywood Insider deep dive stuff. So if don't if oversell that, it, Jesus. If that's your, no, I'm saying. I mean, it's interesting. <laughs> it's like a, it's you know, uh, it, it's exactly it's all in the title. It's Hollywood ways. I think it's going to be a fun ride though, and we're going to get into all sorts of stuff. And Kevin Dolan's going to come on as a guest. I might, him, I might can, do that. We'll see how. We'll see if how you play your cards right. Yeah, we'll if he can it. make it from Sherwood Country Club. <laughs> in, I mean, uh, you should have seen I'll be the playing look. the par three. You should have seen the look on Doug's face when you said you're moving to Sherwood. Doug, Doug would. 
have preferred Sherman Oaks. Anything, sure, anything. There's so Sherman many things Sherwood. he could have said. He's jealous that I'm in a gated community. And, and, I love it, but right what, next I, to a what I am willing course. to bet is there's no way it's closer to Malibu. There's no way. I mean, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to actually wait. No, travel time is for sure. Travel time, easier. 100%. Travel time. And especially with the new office. All right, but I want to make a pact. Right I want to make a brotherly pact with everybody right here. The fans are growing. They like us. Kevin Dillon was the first one who wanted this reboot. I believe we're on our way. We got to keep growing this thing. I want all hands on deck that we are going to push this shit and get everybody, as many people as possible, to listen. And please come to this live show August 29th. I swear to you, we don't really know what we're doing, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And and if if we pack uh, this theater, you'll do a reboot, right? Well, I mean, Uh, HBO. I'm putting you on the spot right now. As as I've said. (laughs) If HBO ever comes back, if Mark Wahlberg gets on the phone and calls them, I'm now I'm ready to do it because I do love working with you guys and I forgot how much. Adrian, guys, everybody stop with the nonsense. Trust me, when Adrian gets a proper offer, he'll be on the first. By the way, if someone offers a private plane, he'll be in the first private plane with a water bottle to show up and do it all. He'll, he'll, so, yeah. he'll do a carbon offset. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> carbon offset. Anyway, August 29th, Hollywood Ways. Follow us. I'm Doug Allen. That wraps up another episode of Victory the Podcast. Kevin Dillon. Kevin Connolly sitting with Kevin Dillon and Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> Victory!